0: Hi guys and welcome to our fifth sixth episode. <laughs> uh, this would <doesn't> matter. <laughs> two guys and one room. Oh my God. <laughs> Today we have uh, another guest with us. Uh, his name is T. So T has actually been in the marketing industry for around two years. and what's the special part is that he has been in various industries. Um, very differing ones as well. Um, The first one is actually more of like in an education industry and the second one more into the alcohol. So,
1: <laughs>
0: children, alcohol. children, alcohol. I'm sober, I'm so sober the <laughs> podcast is how do we combine these two together and make them useful. <laughs> We're not going to get kids drunk. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and let's know more about want to tell us a bit about yourself and about
2: your job. Yeah, sure. So, um, I'm 23 this year. Uh, people will mostly recognize me as 28 because... Uh, no shape November is up, by the way. So, yeah, just to let you all know. <laughs> oh, he's the only uh, Chinese <laughs> guy. <laughs> he's the only Chinese guy that applies
1: to it. Yeah.
2: So, uh, I graduated as a uh, marketing uh, graduate. And if you want, personally, I'm a person who likes sports, I'm a huge sucker for food, I cook all the time, and uh, I'm also into art a little bit and music. Yeah, so generally that's it about me. La. Uh, I try to live quite an active life. Uh, if can, I just like to do stuff, you know. do oh, that's what, what
0: bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's so shady. Alpine, uh, kids.
2: <laughs> the, the, co- the cops ain't watching this, are they? <laughs> You're not sending this to the FBI, right? Of course not. Cool. I mean, I guess uh, I genuinely like to be productive. La, you know. I'm not a fan who, okay, while there's time for rest and everything, I'm not the kind of person who likes to sit down and just let's say, hang out. It's mm. it's not really who I am. I get okay. bored well, right no, Yeah, Because okay. it's you know <clears throat> at the end of the day it's time, it's about time, you know. Yeah. Once if you hang out and then once after you hang out you ask yourself, what have you done practically not much? Alright. So I don't like yeah. that feeling. Yeah.
0: yeah. And when you say stuff, it sounds a bit weak. What what do you mean with stuff? <laughs> stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh while I cook Whether it's meth or whether it's food,
2: I would not say. (laughs) Breaking (laughs) bad. Well, I mean, too bad it's illegal. No, I'm just (laughs) cooking. I mean, um, most of the time, I'm usually either uh, exercising. So I'm a skateboarder as well. I've been doing it for seven years. I used to compete, but now (laughs) uh, I'm getting a little bit crusty. Uh, If I'm not doing that, then I'm probably either watching a little bit of series. If not, I'll be working.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, let's dive right into our first question. Yeah. So um, we just want to know like what is.
1: <laughs> You're
2: thinking about the math, aren't you? at two minutes. I yeah. uh, like you.
0: <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, but like speaking about your jobs and all that, we just want to get a better understanding of like how is your life as a marketing person? You know, what do you start with and what do you end with every day in your work? Well, um, the truth is uh, as marketing, right? There is no
2: start. No, there is always a start. But the truth is there is no end. Mm. Because uh, in the outside world, consumer behavior is always changing. One day it can be... into product A for example and the next mm-hmm. day right immediately you just switch to a different brand mm-hmm. so your job as a marketeer and especially in e-commerce when you are involved with like thousands and thousands of products your job is to monitor that and mm-hmm. make sure that you know you are updated constantly on what the consumer behavior are okay. so uh, what I do on a daily basis is that well first of all uh, I wake up uh, then yeah, so cool. uh-huh. so uh, when at the moment when I go to the office you know after doing your basic things like checking your emails and everything really, right um I would look at numbers uh, analytics uh, traffic uh, conversions add to carts and I basically just fill it all the numbers into a template that I've created okay. and from there I would want, uh, I would try to look into it to see if there's any um, odd pattern mm-hmm. or if the patterns are different than like, the day before yesterday or even the week before mm-hmm. so. There'll be days where, for example, like, right now it's towards uh, November, right? So you would expect more on a huge add to cart suddenly because it's the it's the festive season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if that does not happen, then something is very wrong, really. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's my job to make sure uh, everything is on track. Mm-hmm. And with that data that I found, right, I would share those uh, data with the sales team and with my other colleagues so that they
0: mm-hmm. can take action as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is it safe to say that marketing is more of like the back-end side of the operations while people like sales and all they Speak to you know customers and all, those are more to the front line, and you are more to the back line, more uh, like a supportive role. From from a
2: traditional point of view, yes. Okay. So it's always that marketing is the one um, doing the product, you're coming up with the creatives and the campaign, and the sales team is the one to actually pitch it to people mm-hmm. or even like go there and try to close the deal. But nowadays, uh, with information so vastly available, right? If marketing is not out there on the ground to actually get a feel of the market, to talk talk to the customers, mm-hmm. get to know them better, and then it's very difficult as well, because yeah. the only time when you can, when you're about to develop a strategy, you're always relying on past data. Yeah. And if you're constantly relying on past data without knowing what to expect or what's happening right now <clears throat> at this moment, you might lead yourself into like a dark room, mm-hmm.
0: not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and based on what you told me, like there is data analysis, which is like a huge part of marketing, right? It is. Yeah, and there's also things like SEO, search engine optimization, SEM, I don't know what that stands for. Right? Yes, search <laughs> yeah. engine marketing. And yeah. do you learn this, this kind of stuff like, during your education? or? Uh,
2: so what was it after that, was that's actually a very interesting bit mm. so um, back then during my degree days right mm. uh, d- digital marketing has just started to pick up you know it's mm. become the buzzword of marketing mm. um, that's why in most of universities where right, they only included it as a subject rather than it's just like one subject out of your three years so meaning I need I only learned it for three months once oh. i passed that semester it's done there's no more digital uh, digital marketing and everything mm-hmm. and a lot of it is still very uh, theoretical because they teach you jargons like what is sem what is seo what is uh, ppcs and things like that mm-hmm. but in terms of the execution and understanding the whole infrastructure of it right we didn't really get that a lot mm-hmm. we had the theoretical aspects of it where they bring in things like consumer behavior on how that relates to digital marketing but if you were to ask me back then, oh, if I were to spend uh, 500 bucks with Facebook advertising, what are my ROIs? As a student back then, I wouldn't be able to answer you because mm. I wasn't even exposed to that. You were not a practitioner. Yeah. Exactly. Everything is still very theoretical. Mm. So what I did was I basically just start my own YouTube channel and mm. learn digital marketing myself. Because I couldn't go with Facebook because then I need to pay yeah, yeah, so yeah. back then as a student, you can't really afford much. Uh, just simply create content, create skateboarding content. Yeah. And with that, I had access to the back ends of YouTube. So I would actually, uh, I was actually exposed to the whole dashboards, the numbers and how the graphs presented. From there, I just mess around and mess around and I learned from there.
1: which uh, Actually, uh, that's the question that we wanted to talk about, like uh, kind of like a central theme, mm-hmm. was that actually does your education or does your degree and all that theory mm-hmm. actually help you in the practitioner and the practical mm-hmm. side of your work?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think it does because the whatever you learn in university, right, it's a foundation, just mm-hmm. like what they call it. So not necessarily, for example, let's say uh, you heard a the basic theory, like you know, um, awareness, consideration, purchase. It's the most basic uh, flow of the consumer behavior, but. When you look at in reality, right, it's pretty much similar because in order for you to consider something, you have to be aware first. True. And in order for you to purchase something, you have to first consider that option. Yeah. But I guess for me, at the end of the day, it's not so much on whether your theory is applicable to the real world, but it's more like it's, it trains you to think in a certain way on how like a marketeer thinks. Right, you, would, mm-hmm. you would think um, structurally, like first, before you launch a conversion campaign, for example, there needs to be awareness. Mm-hmm. And from there, how do you measure awareness? So it's like a step-by-step approach to it. Okay. But I do have to uh, agree in a sense where uh, there are a lot of concepts that are outdated. Mm-hmm. Because if you were to look at your thesis, I mean, I'm pretty sure you've both done your thesis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the citations that you are referencing to is like what, 1983, 1983. Oh, 1950s. Yeah. And in today's world where everything is moving so fast right to rely on just theory alone like a simple consumer behavior model It's not it's not going to work. not sufficient. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So I guess in other words to, to say like in other words like your theory part is kind of like an empty room mm-hmm. And then how you partition is kind of like the decorations that is more your own personal touch of it and also your own experience as to how to make use of this empty room that is presented you to you. Uh. Yeah,
2: that's actually a very nice way of putting it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm read it. <laughs> yeah, that was
2: deep, bro. <laughs> I can write
1: the textbook. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that was something that I was I was truly wondering about like, because you're actually one of the first people that I talked to that say, actually, yeah, the degree does help a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time, especially like people around our age, uh, is that like once we come out, it's like, what do I do with this degree, actually? Because like, I don't remember much from it. But then hearing it from you is like, actually, the theories of all these market, the marketing theories mm-hmm. uh, actually then kind of pave a way or give you a general direction of like, okay, now how do I apply it to get the experience? Because a lot of time people always say, oh no, experience comes more. But if you don't know what you don't know, like I dump you in you don't know anything, oh, yeah. I think you wouldn't even know how to try to obtain that experience. Yeah. So that's a pretty fresh perspective. I think it really depends
0: on how you see it though. Like, for example, we learn a lot of the theories in our degree as well. Mm. Psychology. Yeah. And like, you know what, uh, hierarchy. hierarchy. Maslow's, Maslow's, Maslow's hierarchy. hierarchy. Bro, marketing.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: The point theory, um, the social... Oh, that's messed up, man. Yeah, Sigma yeah. Front. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's based on, like, it's how you actually um, absorb the knowledge and how you, you know, apply the knowledge based on what you've absorbed.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: mean, if you, if you only look at experience, I mean, experience, of course, you learn once, once in a while, but in terms of the theory, um, it's always about how you, you know, learn them and how you apply them as well. And if you take into that theory thing into consideration, uh, I don't know what I'm saying, but but I... <laughs> <laughs> I think I get your point. It's yeah. like you know, um,
2: a theory is just a tool at the end of the day. You know, yeah. however yeah. you want to apply yes, it correct. to get your results, it's it depends on you. Mm-hmm. Whether you can take it up another level by adding your own twist to it, whether you want to maintain it the same, it's completely up to you at the end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah, anyways, um, we we're also wondering like since you know, there is like online marketing and also offline marketing. Mm-hmm. And I believe what you learned during uni is more of like offline marketing, right? Yeah. Where, where it's more of like adding a human touch, not so much on like data analysis and things like that. Yeah. And what about the offline marketing side of things? Like do those know, that, how do you apply those knowledge, you know, into your work? Mm, the stuff I learned about offline marketing mm-hmm. is pretty
2: much, it's quite basic. In a sense, it wasn't uh, super entry in depth. Uh. Yeah, it's just entry level. So they teach us things, concepts like you know, uh, mass marketing, niche marketing, or even like personal selling, direct selling, and things like that. So um, how that applies to my current day right now is that when you talk about mass marketing, it's understood it's billboard, radio, <coughs> uh, flyers, and, mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, like that. Huh? But um, I forgot what I want to
0: say. Talking about uh, mass marketing and like viewboards and all. Yeah. So f- from what I understand, it's more of like what you learn is like what is mass marketing. But do they teach you like, how to use mass marketing? How to okay, how to yeah. how do you design and how do you approach people by using mass marketing or offline uh, marketing? Yeah, yeah then, they
2: uh, okay. In in that sense, yeah, yeah. they do actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. So let's say you were to have. A luxury brand that just come into Malaysia, right? Then you would then they would need. To, uh, what they teach you is that you have so many options from mass marketing to uh, direct selling. Mm-hmm. Which one would you pick? So adding to that is that they will ask you to think about other factors like mm-hmm. how much budget you have, your resources, mm-hmm. uh, your brand. Would a mass approach make your dilute your brand's image or things mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. So they expose us to the vehicles of advertising like mass marketing and everything, but okay. they also integrate back. Other concepts like branding that actually helps us to understand which one we need to choose.
1: Okay.
2: So mm. um, yeah,
0: in essence they do. Yeah. yeah, because like from what I understand from you, is like during your uni, like a huge chunk of it is on offline marketing and only like one subject on digital marketing. Yeah. And since there is like a grow, growing demand on digital marketing nowadays, like do you see a need you know, to take up extra courses? or even, you know, a degree on that. I don't know if there's a degree on that or not.
2: Uh, so. From my understanding, at the moment, not really. Hmm. I mean, there's a degree in eSports now, apparently. Huh? But yeah, there is, the is in, in, <laughs> Yeah, there is a degree in eSports one, now You can actually go there, and they actually teach you how to play like CSGO. <laughs> <laughs> download that shit. I like, just I'm right. uh, uh, But you know, the, you know that, that's actually an interesting question because there is a <coughs> course for um esports, but at mm-hmm. the moment from the unis that I know, mm-hmm. there is no course for digital marketing yet. Mm-hmm. I think because, you know, while digital marketing is the trend and everything, mm-hmm. uh, traditional marketing like the offline ones, I don't think that they are going to be obsolete. Mm. Because uh, digital can only go up to a certain extent. So mm-hmm. the beauty of, of digital marketing is that it's very cost efficient. True. Your content can very. reach up to millions of people with mm-hmm. less spend. Mm-hmm. Like if I want, I can reach up to twenty thousand people with only a five hundred ringgit spend on Facebook. Mm. Whereas if I were to compare a billboard for twenty k people to see my billboard, I need to extend the contract for maybe two years, which will cost mm. me two hundred k.
1: Yeah,
2: but. For certain products like say uh, alcohol for example, if let's say you have a new brand that came into Malaysia Mm. and you want to market that, just using Facebook alone, it's not enough because Mm. alcohol is a a very uh, experiential product. Mm. You see it, it looks nice, but at the end of the day, you want to try it first. Yeah, Mm. plus if you're talking about whiskeys, right, you know, uh, a bottle is on average 350 bucks. There's a certain amount of commitment there. you're going to fork out, right? So you wouldn't want to rely on just a simple Facebook ad and nice visuals to Mm. help you make that decision, Mm. you know?
0: Mm. Yeah, and... (laughs) What? You have anything you want ask? No, no, no. no. Sorry. Okay, that'll go on. yeah, Yeah, and <laughs> based on, you know, your experience in different industries as well. So let's just say that's a fresh girl like, trying to look up into marketing and going into like different companies and she's, you know, analyzing between different industries and different positions in different companies. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that industries matter uh when they start, you know, working on a marketing job? Is there a better industry to start with or is it fine to go into any industry and just Mm-hmm. do your job? Uh, personally, I think the industry matters. So,
2: mm-hmm. uh, I'm, my internship was with uh, Boozied as well. Okay. So, Boozied is considered a F&B industry. So, personally, I love food. I, I like to cook it. I like to eat it. So, <coughs> when I got the opportunity to be part of the alcohol industry, it sort of, it sort of matches my passion because mm-hmm. alcohol is like food, you know. There's the tasting part of it and there's the pairing mm-hmm. side of things. So, during my internship and even now when, I work, when I'm working mm-hmm. on my marketing campaigns right, uh, it's actually quite enjoyable because I'm doing something that I love uh-huh. and at the same time I'm <clears throat> having that bonus of developing marketing experience mm. so um, at the end of the day if let's say depending on that candidate itself mm. if you are if you are okay with going to an industry that you don't like uh, by all means because if you're happy then go ahead but if it was up to me I will pick an industry that I like because if mm. I were to go into a place where I'm not comfortable and I'm not um, not really what I see myself doing in long term. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't really see myself long in that company, honestly. Okay. Yeah. So alcohol is something that you like. That's why you find it enjoyable doing it, ma. So uh, yeah. yeah. So what about the education one? Uh, would that be you know, different in any way? Uh,
2: no, it's actually the same. Mm-hmm. So um, in terms of my passion, I've always been passionate about food and things like that. But there's also that side of me where I, I really enjoy doing things that actually make a social impact.
1: Oh. So mm-hmm. even
2: during my uni days when my friends and I so there's this subject called a community project, if I'm not wrong. It's basically community service or right? something like that, yeah, yeah, where you have to like it's you have to do like a coursework that gives up to the community mm-hmm. and things like that. So um, rather than just doing a simple uh, simple assignment that you just donating to an animal shelter we decided that we really really want to do something to make an impact so rather than just uh, selling uh, cookies and raise money no, I'm not saying that it's it's bad and all I'm just saying that we want to take it up a notch mm. we decided to do like a mini road show in our whole uni where we invited odd, uh, artists with certain disabilities to come and showcase what they can do so mm. we basically we after that we even uh, took it up another notch where we made it like a uh, ongoing project that it's not even meant to be graded to mm-hmm. begin with. Um, after we basically even collaborated with uh, Jeffrey, I think Jeffrey Sachs, twenty twenty, oh. the sustainable sustainability movement uh-huh. and things like that. So um, I don't know why, but when I, when we did something like that and seeing the reaction of those people who we made an impact on their lives, it, it made me very very happy. And mm-hmm. I know, it's when I knew that okay, something in me, I'm I'm a sucker for social enterprises if i was given a chance to collaborate with one or even be part of it even if they don't pay me i go i would at part time right? i would do it wow. i don't mind i really really don't mind so that's why i uh, went into education because mm-hmm. uh, my ex ceo After my internship contract ended, I was asking myself, do I want to continue or do I want to explore? Mm. So uh, my decision was to explore because uh, there's so much more out there. You know, Mm. my ex CEO recommended me to his uh, company, which is education one. And uh, yeah, when I heard about the things that they were doing there, I was like, I'm sold. Where do I start? (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to tell me about the pay. You don't have to tell me
0: about the rest. I love what you do. I'm in. Yeah, I guess it's very similar to a lot of what a lot of other people say uh, in the podcast, you know, finding value in what you do, finding purpose in what you yeah, do.
1: Yeah, I think that is what would make you, number one, push yourself. Push yeah. yourself a lot harder than a normal job that you're working for money. Yeah, true. And the other thing is to not care about money. Like, the fact that he says is like, I mean, yeah, some people to the extent that, oh, I work for free, but this one, it really sounds like you're so convicted, like, if there's pay, if the pay is shit, if there's no pay, part uh, time, yeah, I'm so willing to just go out and do it mm. because like that. I think that's that's where your heart is uh, That's mm. where you really really resonate with what you know mm. what they're doing uh. yeah. Right now the job that i in, do you find that it resonates with that uh, purpose in any way, like?
2: Uh, socially, no, because uh, I'm not really making a social impact per se mm. as well, but. It's satisfying from a career point of view and also from the other aspects of my passion. So the reason to why I left education is because um, I had to prioritize certain things, especially right now at my age. Mm. So it's really, been almost, it's really been a year plus since I was with them. And I felt that I've really hit a stagnant path on what I learned, can learn from, in terms of marketing with that mm. company. So um, I figured that, you know, I need to go to something that can challenge me more a bit so that I can grow in terms of career and as a person mm-hmm. that wants to learn marketing as well. So even though I'm not with mm-hmm. them, but, you know, I'm still in contact with them. Whenever they have projects, I will still support them. I still attend their events and things mm-hmm. like that.
1: Yeah, that's actually like the, the follow-up question I wanted to ask you is that now that you have, because no matter how much, how passionate you are, you still need money to you know to survive. That. So now that you're actually pursuing a part of your career that, mm-hmm. that you are quite satisfied with, I was going to ask actually do you do anything else on the side to still fuel that, that passion and you know that, that you're you like to give back to the community were you doing anything mm-hmm. else?
2: Uh, now not at the moment no because uh, when I it's only been four months since I joined back. Uh, it's quite, recent, uh. it quite recently, so uh, I had this habit where if I were to go into an, a company and it's own like a new company, I would I wouldn't really allow myself to have side projects because okay. I want full attention on that first. And once that's stable, then yeah. But if somebody were to approach me to, um, for, like to collaborate on projects mm-hmm. or get my help on this, you know, I'll be more than happy to actually.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: I think I'm just like jumping back in right hmm. in terms of the industry that uh, Josh was bringing up just now industry hmm. and also kind of like not for lack of better terms like your major like for, you, for yourself is marketing or yeah so like just now he was asking actually is it not quote-unquote important uh, about hmm. which industry you're going into? But well, right now I wanted to ask that like, when you went to go take like the marketing degree and when you came out as this type of major right Hmm-hmm. did that? Affect you before or not in any way when you're looking for industry? Like, did you know that okay, I want to do this industry, therefore, I'll take marketing? Or was it like the Bali, Right, I want to take marketing and then go into this industry? You
2: know what I'm saying? Ah, okay. So, it was the first scenario first, uh-huh. and then eventually it became the second scenario. Okay, I'll oh, tell yeah, you why. It's very interesting. Yeah, so, um, my degree choices back then, so, you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for food, right? Yeah, so, my yeah, degree choices back then was actually culinary arts. I wanted to be a chef oh, <laughs> back then. Yeah. So, um, I went to my university's uh, open day and everything like that. And then, you know, we inquired about it, and... At the same time, um, so which
1: university?
2: Sunway. Sunway Sunway. Okay, okay, yeah. Why are you getting free branding? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs>
1: uh, <we laughs> Use this <laughs> later to so exactly. That <laughs> Sunway's culinary arts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I at the same time while we made we did inquire inquire about the culinary course and everything. Mm. My family asked me to consider a second option just in case. So um, I looked at the business side, like mass com and marketing. Mm-hmm. I haven't really made up my mind which one at the time yet. So at the time it was between two options: culinary or a business degree. Okay. So I started asking myself, um, yeah, I love food, I love cooking and everything, but uh, at the end of the day, I guess I, for me, uh, culinary wasn't as feasible as I want yeah. because you know you're working tirelessly, at least uh, 10 hours average a day, and career progression is not as fast as you want it to be. So if I were to commit myself to that, am I, I ask myself, am I willing to let go of the other things that I like, like skateboarding, uh, spending time with my family, my friends, or even having the opportunity to try out something new? Because it felt like I said, once I commit to that uh, path, uh, technically, there's no turning back.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like super down. that like you come <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, no one knows actually it's like changing to like nothing. It's
2: yeah. And culinary is, uh, it's more skill-based, you know. Yeah. So if I were to go with a culinary degree and let's say one day I decided that, oh, I want to venture into business, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit difficult I for me to do, do that. Unless F&B
1: business all right. Exactly.
2: Then it's, you know, still very restrictive. It's I can too, only be f and That's why, yeah. So then... Um, my family gave me a quite a brilliant suggestion, actually. So they told me that, you know, with a marketing degree, you can always revert back to culinary arts. There is that... Um, versatility. Yeah, there's versatility degree. to it. So that's why I picked marketing. And eventually, over my years, I realised that, you know what, uh, the marketing degree is like a key, you know. <laughs> the industries are like your doors that are locked. This key can allow you to go to different doors because from mm-hmm. my experience until today, right, there has never been a company that does not require a marketing person. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, very true. So, and while even if you were to jump uh, extreme industries, like from alcohol to education, it might be a little bit difficult, mm. but whatever you've learned as a marketeer, right, it will always be applicable. Applicable to the different companies Yes, because marketing is a mindset. It's the ability to empathize with your customers and to think in a structured manner and creative way on how you can resonate with them. Mm-hmm. So if you build up that habit over time, right, no matter where, which market you're at, you can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that sometimes you might need to put in a little bit more effort because it's a completely new market. You don't understand what the consumer behavior is mm. and things like that.
1: I think that both of us would really resonate from that because like you said, the, I really like your key and law analogy because our psychology degrees also, it's so general. Mm. Uh, unless we're going to become like practitioners or uh, professionals to take the masters and the PhD, right? It's like there's so many options to the point that there's too many options. Yeah. Because you can do anything. We can go into like you can go into recruitment, you can go into sales, you can go into education as well. And with that myriad of options flooding us, I was like actually actually I don't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was asking you that question, because sort from of our point is I think it's like we came with it, I want this major, mm-hmm. but I have no idea what industry I'm gonna venture into. I see. Yeah, which is why like for you it looked more like you were kinda of like reverse engineered it. It's like Later, what type of industry I want to go into, right? Like, then I try to work out the major that I'll take, like, From step one, you know, I think us is just like we went in and then we just hung down and then we we cannot work. In. Yeah, the okay. thing about psychology is that you know, um, it's a people industry.
0: Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. as long as there's people, we learn about understanding minds and like you mm-hmm. know, I'm um, interacting with people. So yeah. that that's the thing, like key we have it, but one door to open yeah, that's the question yeah, yeah, yeah
2: you're right and it, it, I think it really sucks because like yeah. you've already accomplished so hard to get that degree you know like okay I'm ready to work uh, I'm ready to be independent and make a living out of myself but where do I start?
1: <laughs> yeah it's kind of like we took so long grafting the damn key and yeah. we were not looking at the doors that we wanted to yeah to so, yeah. so now we have this perfect key and it's like Wish them a hard drive first.
2: Yeah, you're right. And uh, a lot of my friends are also experiencing this because mm. um, they. I, I was quite lucky to have a great family to actually uh, support me mm. and give me good counseling about this as well. Mm. Yeah, I'm talking about you guys, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shout out to the family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess um, maybe we can look at it this way. You have your key, right? You're, let's say you are a fresh grad. Right? You're only maybe 21, 22. Mm. What do you have to lose?
1: Yeah, also true. uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's why we're advocating so much for people to go out and try stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I think
0: there's a reason why you know he says that education does matter. Because like for a lot of us we say that it doesn't matter. It's more of like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think the key point now is like because he already has the key and he knows what industry that is going to. That's why his education actually helps in a lot of ways. But for us we have the key but we have nothing to do, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's why I think it's more like, what can you do now? Yeah, and again I
1: think that would be like a really really strong message that I want to put out to people <laughs> is that like the difference between uh, An and us right, is that he actually, he had foresight you know yep. he was actually thinking like, hey, okay, not only I need to get the degree but what do I actually want like, even if it's not, it, it wasn't the thing you ended up with like, it started with like I want culinary arts yeah. now how do I reverse engineer to get myself there yeah. and then along the way right, at least there was like a path so even if the first path was wrong I think it's still it's still a very very good learning curve for you and also just to like stimulate that thought process and then you started really thinking about your options thinking about the practicality and then you kind of changed it into marketing but that entire time right it was still I'm moving towards somewhere and I think that would be like a super super important thing versus like for yeah. us we're kind of like just like I'll take it first and then later we'll see how it goes and then now I think that's why we're stuck in this predicament, you know, that we're just like so completely lost. uh. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're actually right. I I do agree with you, actually. Mm, And I guess one thing I notice nowadays in education, right, is that... um, there's always a lot of people complaining, you know, yeah. when they go into class, they're like, hey, why the heck am I learning this? This is like since 1950s, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't see the point of this. But I guess maybe we can look at things the other way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're right. You know, it's obsolete. It's, <coughs> okay, not, it's not entirely obsolete. You know, it doesn't do you much good learning yeah, it. Right. But I guess another better question is, does it do you any harm to learn it? Because you might not know if you would use it another mm-hmm. day or it might even benefit you in the long term. Nobody knows yeah yeah
1: i think just like in closing that's a super duper good segue so yeah. kind of like right now right, if you were able to look back at your younger self mm-hmm. what you got question okay okay. Oh, <laughs> no. then go. Yeah, okay. So just one last one like, based hey. on what
0: we discussed earlier yeah. so like if i were to be like a fresh graduate right now yep. and i don't i'm not taking like the marketing degree or mass comm degree so i have no knowledge in marketing and all mm-hmm. um but i want mm-hmm. to mention marketing um, which is what I see um, from my improvement is that a lot of people want to go into marketing um, because it's it's cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, where, right. where, where can those people start with like, um, online courses or...? Are they like fresh grads? Fresh with... grads. So they just graduated, probably, for example, for a psych degree or any other degree that's not related to marketing. Ah, well, um, usually,
2: what if, if you can, uh, mm-hmm. take advantage of your university's internship program. Right. So most universities would have either a mandatory internship uh, program. Oh, yeah. Most of them have, no. yeah, or mm-hmm. if they don't, means you either you either just graduate as a fresh grad la. Mm-hmm. So what I recommend is, um, regardless of which scenario, just apply to any company as a marketing intern. Because you're an intern, you know they don't really pay you like a full timer salary. It's mm-hmm. only paying me about eight hundred bucks. You can you technically can be in any department. Because even when we hire interns, right, let's say a, a guy who does operations, you know, he, he's from an operations background, just graduated, but he wants to try marketing a little bit. We're okay with that because I guess the one thing that employer need, need to understand that interns will be interns. Yeah. And they're just coming out here to learn, they're fresh. Just give them the opportunity to learn, you know, don't limit them. If this guy comes and tells you, hey, uh, I have an operations background, but I want to do operations and marketing, mm-hmm. Let, give, give it to him, man, yeah. give it to him. Because th- he's, he's technically working two jobs of, yeah. for one salary, man, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if my, my message to those who, uh, with, uh, who don't have a marketing degree, just try because um, regardless of a marketing degree or not, right? Marketing is a skill. It's not something that you, once you have a marketing degree, you are like, oh, the master mm-hmm. of marketing or the master of consumer behavior. No, even today, I'm still making some basic marketing mistakes as well because it's always a learning process. So just start. Start with something as simple as internship or if not, feel free to go for online courses as well mm-hmm. because um, having progress is better than nothing.
1: True. At least you keep mm-hmm. moving forward. Uh? Yeah. yeah.
2: And if honestly, if they are worried yeah. that, let's say they want to do marketing and they're worried that their employer might not hire them because they don't have a marketing degree, right, then I don't think that would be the case. Because if you really, really want it, you and when people can feel your passion that you want it, right, they, would, CEO, they will yeah. give it to yeah. you. Mm-hmm. But you got to prove that you really want it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, because the reason why I ask this question is, is also because like, like during my improvement days, a lot of companies, their first requirement when it comes to marketing would be SEO, SEM. Mm. and, you know, um, Facebook ads, um, online ads, things like that. Mm. So, you can't just learn the (laughs) funkses. (coughs) I (laughs) think these things can only be learned through online courses, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah, so there there must be somewhere that they need to start.
1: And also just kind of like maybe like doing it yourself, mm -hmm. because like for me, I, I, I don't hail from a marketing background and nor would i say i'm a marketing expert of any extent but i have run facebook ads i have tried like you know, i don't think instagram answers yet but facebook ads many times already mm-hmm. so at least i understand okay what was the engagement then i i don't i don't think i'll know how to read a graph as well as <laughs> you but more just like the target audience and then what if i want to use like market this particular product then what target audience should i target and also what would be more oral and positive like you know like if For me, if I'm doing tutoring, I only target women because I doubt the men like fathers are looking for tuition for their kids. I can't figure it was only mothers, so I only targeted women at a certain age group that I believe that they would have children of this age group, you know, instead of just targeting like 18 to 50. I guess that is a very legal experience for them to at least go try, like you said. Apply for jobs or like have that hunger, but at least try to do something related to marketing. Yeah,
2: you're right. And uh, nowadays, right, uh, employers are also changing really. Mm-hmm. So uh, nowadays, whenever even back then, when when I interview candidates, right, we sometimes we don't look at skill, we look at potential. Ooh. So if let's say you have um, two scenarios, right, you have a marketing graduate, right, and you have someone who's a non-marketing graduate, mm-hmm. but she decided to say, maybe create a simple Facebook account just to test the ads and just to run it. For us, I would hire her. I wouldn't hire the marketing fresh FreshCraft, mm. provided if their skill sets, even if their skill sets are, this guy's slightly better by a bit, but if I sense that she has the hunger and she has the determination to wanting to go far as a marketer, I would pick her. Okay. Because to, I guess to employers, it's, yeah, skill set plays a role, but up to a certain extent. The one that really, really <laughs> buys us is initiative. The fact that you are willing to take your own time and even sometimes there are even cases where it's even more impressive when one of my friends he actually invested his own money just to run an ad, just to see how <coughs> it. Yeah. So those are the things that really, really blow us away because no one in the world would do that. You know, people would be like, ah, oh, I need to spend 50 bucks.
1: I spend to learn. money to do it first. Yeah,
2: but if you think about it, let's let's, let's just put an amount of 50 bucks, for example. 50 bucks versus that knowledge and understanding that you will get on how Facebook runs in the back end and everything, right? Why not? It's an investment to yourself. Hmm. And with that basic, right, imagine how far you can go versus you spend money on courses that you think it might not even work, Mm
0: -hmm. right? There's some good interview tips right there. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm just like... Going further, the tips, just like in closing, yeah. uh, we always ask like this ending question and I believe that it gives you the opportunity also to just kind of like give your two cents about, about this issue. Yeah. And you, the, the question is actually, if you were able to go back in time, mm-hmm. just tell yourself like right now, you're, you're in marketing now, but yep. the old you didn't know that this is the outcome. Yeah. So if you were able to just give that your old self a piece of advice, mm-hmm. what would you tell yourself?
2: Um I would tell myself, uh whatever hardships you've gone through to gotten where you are today, cheer up, celebrate. Huh. Because if it wasn't for those hardships and those uh failures that I've gone through, I wouldn't have learned, I wouldn't have gotten to where I am. So yeah, I know, open the champagne or something.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Straight
0: out. <of>
1: Yeah, so, well, that is the end of this episode. We just want to thank Ronan again for taking his time out to come and be on the podcast with Asa. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having, having me, guys. Ghania. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you in the next episode. See ya.